On this week's episode, we keep it light by telling you about the string of robberies that left young Hollywood shook, courtesy of fame-obsessed teenagers. Then enjoy our review of the 2013 movie, The Bling Ring. So quick, stuff those stolen Rolexes in your Birkin bag and meet us in the pod shed. We're sharing this cocaine that we allegedly found at Paris Hilton's closet and talking about, actually, not murder for once. Welcome back to another episode of THC, True Hollywood Crime. I'm your host, Mariah. This is your host, Bailey. That's right. That's me. A very hungover Bailey. Um, Welcome, Bailey. <laughs> Happy to be here. B oh. went a little hard on the wine last night, which was a Thursday night. Very uh, scandalous. Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real thirsty. So our B is a little hungover tonight, guys. So I'm very excited. I know. Can't wait for this train wreck. Yay, it can't be any worse than last week. Oh, my God. We're on a real roll between Valentine's Day and blood sugar. And <laughs> no, this is the week we come back to normal. Yeah, I, I know this. it. We got this. If, if last week was your first week listening and you came back for another week, I don't know what your problem is, but, but God thank bless you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, last week was a bit of a train wreck. I actually was just, I just asked B if it didn't sound that bad. Once you listen to the final product. I really don't think it did. Great. Was it our best work? Oh, But you got the story across. We got the points. Yes. Um, We did our job. We had so much technical difficulties last week, which knock on wood doesn't happen this week. Um, And then... I also, again, if you didn't li- if you didn't catch this last week or this is your first episode, um, I'm type 1 diabetic. My blood sugar took a crazy nosedive last week, and it just, like, makes functioning hard. So if I sounded weird, that's why. If you made it through, thank you so much. Thanks for giving us another shot. And thank you for any reviews that have – if you left a review, thank you. If you left a, a, a thumbs up uh, – five-star review a comment we appreciate it it helps us get the podcast out there and if you have the time and you haven't please go do that because we really appreciate it um you know help us small timeies get somewhere that's right Uh, our Mm self-produced we don't have a podcast network we don't have producers we don't have anything it's just us in a pod shed so leave us a comment and leave us a review, and it would really help. It'd mean a lot to us. Yeah. So besides the hangover, B, how's your week going? Interesting. It's been kind of an emotional roller coaster at work. My boss got hit up by a group of investors in the Bay Area wanting him to, like, join their team. Oh. But that would mean he would be giving up his branch manager status uh-huh. and just going back to being just a financial advisor mm-hmm. so he's trying to like weigh out those options we wouldn't have to move or anything which is an obvious like i'm like i can't go anywhere at this point in my life if you move out of this town right when i moved all I the know. way up here yeah. just for you oh my friendship over like i said it's an emotional roller coaster and um i would have to become registered which is something i know i'm gonna have to do eventually just trying to figure out how to fit that into my life right now 
because I already... I was about to say, is that the test you failed? Uh-huh. That was a rough one. Not only that, the amount of time I spent preparing for that test mm-hmm. just to fail it. And it's like, I barely have an hour a day to myself as it is. Yeah. And, and you're already such an anxious kind of mm-hmm. neurotic person that if you put a big test in front of Bailey, something she has to study for, she's not going to just study. She's going to make herself sick trying to study for it. Yeah. She's going to study herself into the ground, which is probably why you failed the test, B. You're probably so exhausted. A thousand percent. And why. overwhelmed. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only reason I graduated with honors in college is because I did extra credit. I could yeah. not pass a test if it was to save my life. I would die. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Um, but it's nothing official, right? So it's just like going through the emotions because one day he'll be like all on board. Like, this is what I want to do. So what happens if he does decide to take it? We still work from our office, but we're no longer part of that branch, right? So instead of him being the branch manager and this is the branch we work for, we're just kind of like leasing the office space and we would actually be a part of the San Francisco team. Got it. Mm -hmm. So you'd be working remotely. Exactly. All right. Well, as long as you don't leave this town. No. And for him, it's super exciting. Like he started his business in San Francisco. Clearly, the majority of our biggest clients are coming from the Bay Area. Yeah, obviously. You know, so I get it. I get why he's excited. It's an awesome opportunity. But I also feel like if he just put in the effort for himself on his own book and just waited a little bit for the opportunity to buy someone else's book he could do this just us like i'm confident that we could become our own team oh and so that's kind of what i'm pitching to him i'm like what how do we fit into this already pre-existing team where they've already established all this business like how do we fit into their role what are we bringing to the table are we just going to be like sitting on the sidelines kind of a thing so that's something that I kind of helped weigh the balance. I can't wait to find out what happens because I have no idea how your job works and I have no idea anything you just said to me, but I'm on your team. I know. I fully support you and uh, I can't wait to see how it all pans out. Yeah. But like I said, not, as long as you don't move away from me. I know. I'm not the only one with job news. I got a new job. Mama's going back to work. I'm so excited for you. Yes. When we moved here, I moved from the Bay Area. I'm a hairdresser. My entire career was spent at a high-end salon in Walnut Creek, California called Salon Cartier. At like Cartier Watches, but not affiliated. Um, So if you guys are in the East Bay and need a great place to get your hair done at, Salon Cartier is the right spot to go. Mm -hmm. But I was there for like 13 years um and then we moved to where we live now and i wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and i did that for three years and now it's just gotten to the point where it's like i have to go back to work financially it just has to happen so i started looking for salons i would say the better part of a year ago and there's not one salon in our town that does commission right which technically you're not allowed to say commission anymore in california they have it broken down to where it's not technically commission. I don't know why it's like illegal now, but for some reason it is. So for legal purposes, it's not commission. But for instance, when I worked in the Bay Area, I had a 50% commission. So my haircuts for women were $80. I made $40 of that and the salon made $40 of that. We'd split it. I came up 
to this town and every single salon is a rental salon, meaning you pay the owner of a salon rent like you would an apartment for a station in their salon. And then you have to also carry your own products, your own color line. You have to do your own advertising. You have to be your own receptionist. And that's great for people who like that work environment, I guess. Maybe people who have a hard time having a boss. Right. Want to be their own little they independent. Can, exactly. Their own business. Uh-huh. Yeah. I Look, I love it. I support it. I have a lot of hairdresser friends who are renters. And listen, make your money. Do your shit. I love it. Nothing but support from my side. That's not my personality type. Yeah. I want to get in, do my job, do a great job, and then leave. Yep. And I don't want to deal with any of the other bullshit, like insurance and all of that stuff. Amen. So I let you focus on the part that you enjoy your passion. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I've been looking for a job not doing hair because I couldn't find a salon that wasn't a rental salon. And to be quite frank, guys, I've been doing hair since I was 18 years old. I don't have any other qualifications. Mm. I used to wait tables a thousand years (laughs) ago. But it was like all the jobs I was going after, I just legit don't have the qualifications for. Um, and then out of nowhere, I saw an advertisement hourly at a salon and I was like, hmm, I wonder what this is. So I checked it out. It's and you just kind of applied like on a whim, just like not even really knowing, not knowing anything, not even knowing. I was like at this point. Yeah. What's going to, what's the harm? Yeah. I'll Mm -hmm. do, I'll, I'll do anything. I'll be the receptionist. I don't care. Um, it's a salon that's been here for a while, for 11 years, but they actually just moved locations in our town and renovated so the salon's brand new it's beautiful and they're offering me not commission because that's illegal but it's commission yeah um and i'm super excited there's only two other stylists there right now (laughs) the owner and another dude who's been doing this i think they said for 20 years i have if you count beauty school and after i left the bay area i got 18 years yeah so um i'm excited yeah i'm excited to show up show out absolutely i'm nervous but a good nervous. Like, I'm sure you haven't had, the, like, these kind of butterfly nerves in a while, right? Yeah, probably not. Mm-hmm. And it's just um, three years doesn't seem like a long time, but it's a very long time in the hairdressing world to, to not, not be, working be working behind a chair. Yeah. Um, so I'm a little nervous about that. But again, you're coming from experience in the Bay Area to a much smaller town. Yes. Totally different standards. Yes. That's what I keep telling myself. If I can do hair, because... <laughs> I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing us talk about it. Our hometown is like one of the most expensive places to live in California. So if I can do hair there, I <laughs> and can it's definitely not, do hair here. And it's not like you haven't been doing hair at all. It's not like no, you... No, I know. I've been doing like you guys, my mm-hmm. friends and family and stuff. But, you know, I'm just nervous because that's... And it's getting out of my comfort zone. It's going back to work. It going is. back to work five days a week. I know. Which I haven't done in 10 years. So long. Because mm-hmm. as soon as I had um, Lila... And you were alternating days, right? I was Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And then um, Lou's days off were always Thursday, Fridays. Mm-hmm. And then my mom would watch the kids on Saturdays when we both had to work and so five days a week I'm nervous I have Zoe our youngest in daycare for the first I've never had a kid in daycare before I don't know how you guys have ever done it the the guilt that's eating away at me and the sadness and I'm just um I'm not doing great with it but (laughs) I have no other choice right which is so stupid because I don't feel that way about anybody else putting their kids in daycare. Like, I don't look at you putting Violet in daycare and think like, oh, God, like, 
what a bad mom for putting her kid in daycare. Nope. Like, I never think that. This is what we do to ourselves as women. It's just, it's a gene. <laughs> it's a flaw that we have in our creation where we're just going to beat ourselves down on every choice we have to make that has to come with our children. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've never thought one negative thought about people putting their kid in daycare. I I'll, would never judge anyone for that. I'll tell you what. It was real nice having the opportunity to drop her off at school today feeling like I was still drunk. So. Amen, sister. <laughs> but yeah, for some reason, I feel so guilty. I mean, I got a solid three years at home with her and that's still I'm like nope I'm missing out on the rest of her toddlerhood Mm -hmm. and I'm never gonna see her and she's not gonna be at home so something I have to work through and I think it'll be really good for your little oh I think it'll definitely be great for her she's very excited Mm -hmm. it's just it's all me oh of course again because it's our flaw (laughs) it's all me Mm -hmm. I'll get over it I'll work through it um and it'll be fine it'll be great it will so yep mama's going back to work I'm very excited um, other than that, that's all I've been doing is trying to figure out daycare because I had to figure it out quickly. You had to scramble. And mm-hmm. as you know, as any mom out there knows, daycares are not something that you just jump into. No, absolutely There's not. There's doctor's appointments and tours and interviews. And mm-hmm. so luckily I found one that I already knew about. I already knew was a good one. Um, and they just happened to have an opening. So I just hurt, got my ass in gear before some other little shit took my Seriously. spot. So, yep. So exciting. That's look at all of our work news. Mm-hmm. We're adults. It's the worst. Well, oh. listen, B, if 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 things don't work out and he wants you to move and you can't move, listen, you go to beauty school. You can come be my assistant. Hell yeah. I'll teach you how to do hair. I'm on it. Right. You let me cut your hair. I did. <laughs> it didn't turn out that right? bad. It's the worst things. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, I don't really have anything else to talk about. That's kind of all I've been doing this week. So I will let you know, I did try to listen to both of the podcasts you recommended. Oh. Um, it wasn't really my vibe. I get where you're coming from. I get it. I get why people love them. I get why. It's so you tried serial killers mm-hmm. and then you tried, oh, what is it? Small town murder. Yes. Mm-hmm. So serial killers in all fairness is a great podcast. It's not a podcast I would listen to on a regular basis. Okay. It's more for like research for our own podcast yeah. so I can rip them off mm-hmm. and take all of their facts that they uh, researched. Yeah. Um, and I will be honest, I went to the very first episode because I always like to see how a podcast begins. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I who didn't, knows? And I didn't listen to the first one. Yeah. I don't, I mean. Yeah. I'm I, sure they're much better now, maybe. And also the case was just a little slow for me. And Yeah, because I used them for last week's, mm-hmm. right? For, um, what the fuck is her name? Eileen Warnos. Yes. So I don't know where um, Eileen's um, episodes fall yeah. in their rankings i don't know if it's in the middle Mm -hmm. a newer one an older one i wasn't sure but i also watched an episode of luther oh today while i was laying down on my makeshift bed (laughs) at work you watched the first one (laughs) i did episode one season one Mm -hmm. it's so good it gets better and better and better spoiler alert the dog really upset me do you remember the first episode I know that there's a guy that he lets fall. Yes. And there's like a girl in a box he finds mm-hmm. or they find the police. No, I don't remember. So the, the actual murder, like the one that they get to investigate. With the redhead, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So. Does the, the dog each, get killed? Yes. The family dog? And they keep showing it. I'm like, fine. I get it. Show me one <laughs> time. But they keep coming back to this poor fucking dead dog. Yo, why are we harping on the dog? And it was a significant point, like plot um, she hid the gun in the dog. 
that's why they were never able oh, to yes. find it and then they cremated the dog yes. yeah but i was just like there's too much dead dog <laughs> very upset i'm too hungover for this much dead dog i totally forgot about the dead dog i would have uh, i would have warned you yeah but Here, i did like it a lot and here's a spoiler alert that might lure you in to watch more of it that redhead becomes a pretty significant character. Oh, you can tell. And yeah. her and Luther have a very interesting relationship. Oh, the way that they, forward. she's like, do you want to kiss me? Do you want to kill me? And oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I can't remember what episode it is in season one, but there is an episode that's going to leave you on the floor. I can't wait. I And I also really like the woman who plays his wife, that actress. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. her a lot. Great acting. Mm-hmm. I love BBC shows because if nothing else, they get away the, with so much more than America gets away with. Well, that with. I could just listen to them talk all day. I could listen to them talk all day mm-hmm. and then they get away with like nudity and cuss yeah. words. And, like that's just their normal shows. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine watching something Flipping on through. ABC and it's just tits and yeah. cunts and like the word cunt, not right. actual vaginas. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> absolutely incredible um so i appreciate your recommendations i tried to you didn't think small town murders was funny like i said it was the first episode it was kind of slow the murder was a little boring well that's the thing with small town because they're not going to do so we tend to do famous cases because what else are they going to make movies about? exactly that's i think that's kind of the point of the small town murder i get it yeah it's like all the cases that you don't because like for instance eileen warnos you can just type that into spotify and you're gonna get so many podcast suggestions about eileen warnos um versus like i do appreciate small town murders like listen to this fucking wacky thing that happened in yeah texarkana exactly (laughs) texarkana okay so i haven't been watching or doing anything but i did hear on tiktok a britney spears fact (gasps) oh you want to hear it of course so in one of the older houses that britney owned and lived in in la um i can't remember if this was pre or post breakdown i want to say it's before she just got really bad vibes in that house it had really bad juju she kept telling people she had brought in like spiritualists and people to like cleanse the house Uh and get readings on the house and whatever yeah and she just hated the vibes and the feelings of that house so she sold it and she moved and guess who she sold it to no idea Brittany Murphy a few months before Brittany Murphy died. Stop. I have chills. Yep. She sold it to Brittany Murphy a few months before Brittany Murphy died. And then her husband died. I think it was like a month or two after she died. Remember her weird sketchy husband died right after. Yes. So bad juju possibly. There was also in the comments people were saying maybe like a black mold situation. Like making people go a little crazy. Mm -hmm. But um, either way. Yeah. I love it. That's crazy. So there's your Britney on Britney fact for the week. So speaking of TikToks, what happened to ours? I have to do it still. <laughs> oh, but you you were able to save the... Oh, I have all the videos. Because that was where our main concern that night is we were afraid that if you got out of TikTok, we didn't know no, how no, to no, save it. No, no, no. You can it. just save it on your draft. Perfect. So okay. I have it saved. I just have to get around to no it. No worries. No pressure. I was just really <laughs> sad at the idea that somehow all of that got lost. <laughs> no, it's still there. Okay. Um, Even if we do nothing with it, the fact that I know that it still exists just makes me happy. Amen, sister. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right. Anything else? Should we just wrap this up? All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Check us out on all (laughs) social media platforms. I am already drunk. So, (laughs) (laughs) How's the wine taste? You were really worried about it. You know, it's kind of scary. I don't taste it. (laughs) Your body's become immune. I don't taste it. And I'm already drunk. So not rejecting it. (laughs) That's where I'm at over here. 
All right, so for your drinking game for the for the episode. Oh, that's right. Oh, let's fuck. see. How about we do? I saw you brought matches tonight. Oh my god! I literally, I'm devastated. All of my lighters are out in my house. Even the all, giant ones. All of them. That How sounds did, suspicious. Right? Talking about bad fucking juju. Yes, bad vibes. All of my lighters. You did something to piss somebody off. Right? And did you see how many times it took me to like, yes. what is going on? Struggle city. So anytime, how about this? Anytime you hear Bailey light a match. Struggling to light a match. Light a match. <laughs> that's a drink. <laughs> if you hear me crunch on my ice, mm-hmm. that's a drink. Pick a third one, B. I guess cheers is always good, right? I was honestly, that was the one I was going to pick. Anytime you hear us, cheers. So here we go to that. Cheers. Thank you for coming. So cheers. If you hear me crunch my ice, which is something you got to really listen for. And if you hear Bailey struggling, struggle to light a match with every ounce of effort in her life. Take a drink on us. So this week we are doing a fun one because last week wasn't like super depressing or anything, but... You know, Eileen Warnos just had a real bummer of a life in general. It left general. a bad taste in my mouth. It yeah. wasn't great. Even re-listening to it, it was still horrific. Just yeah, because be- she had such a bad life. And then it's like, I know killing people is wrong, but it's like the pre- like everybody just made her out to be a literal monster. And right. it's like, what? Does she get any fucking brownie points for having the, the most The worst like, life ever? Yeah. Triggering awful horrific life no one could ever have Mm-mm. so this week we're going to keep it a little bit lighter a little bit fun in fact nobody dies this week correct we are doing and the bling ring that's a first for us i think it, it has to no be. um our home alone episode oh Remember? okay that was just like dumb criminals. yeah 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 okay but um this is the bling ring yes a group of teenagers in the kind of early 2000s who broke into the homes of celebrities and they made a movie about it which B watched. Um, overall, did you like the movie? Have I had seen, seen it, it before? before. I had. Yeah, I had totally seen it before. I did. I, I know I've it. seen it once, but I can't really remember. Like, I forgot that Emma Watson was even in it. Mm-hmm. And she does an amazing job. She's an amazing actress. Yeah. But just to take her from her other roles that are just so not that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, she did it well. Love it. Because there's sometimes where you just can't unsee them. Like how I was afraid that I couldn't not see her as um Hermione mm-hmm, exactly Hermione Granger yeah but I was able to actually see her for the role she was portraying I god bless her mm-hmm. so and I think she, oh no there and Leslie Mann other than that there's like no other famous people oh really mm-hmm. I didn't even know Leslie Mann was in there. I, my fucking girl crush man I know she's Leslie the best man mm. so I got everything from a fantastic article you're gonna die over the name of this article so it's a 2010 article that ran in vanity fair called the suspects wore louboutins yes uh-huh. by nancy joe sales is that in the movie yes nice mm-hmm. so that was written by nancy joe sales who went on to write um a book called the bling ring and uh oh sorry let me that's not the title the title is the bling ring how a gang of fame obsessed teens ripped off hollywood and shocked the world <sighs> that's the official title yeah it's a mouthful um which is what went on to inspire the movie yes. that's kind of what they based the movie on was nancy's book of course wikipedia just for fun and then an article in the la times mm-hmm. so that's everything the bling ring so 2008 2009 let's go back let me take you back what were you doing i we graduated was- in 2003 Right. I was a drunk college student. Yay. Because I graduated 2009. And I was a drunk 
non-college student. I was a drunk hairdresser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 2008, 2009, because I had um, Lila in 2010. Yes. So I was just a drunk hairdresser. Yes. Living the dream. <laughs> Living the absolute dream. So in 2008, and I, I basically started 2008. 2008, the number one song is Low by Flo Rida. Amazing. The biggest movie is The Dark Knight, which came out. Okay. Um, and I was there. I believe we went to a midnight showing because we did stuff like Sounds that right. before we had kids. Mm-hmm. But also Sex in the City came out. The Sex in the City movie came out in 2008. And I was a thousand percent at that midnight showing yes. with... Um, Cosmos pre-made mm-hmm. in a shaker in my purse. Yeah. And I had collapsible um, Cosmo cups. Love it. Mm-hmm. We love to hear it. Yeah. This is the last year that MySpace was a big thing. Oh, my God. Um, MySpace. In 2009, it gave way to Facebook. Facebook took over the next year. Um, Britney Spears is having her meltdown in 2008. Oh, yeah. President Obama's elected in 2008. And reality TV shows are king. Yes. That is the biggest thing going on is these kind of trashy yeah. reality shows, especially on like MTV and stuff. My life. Of course, we love it. Mm-hmm. So, you know who else loves it? A girl named Rachel Lee. Mm-hmm. She is born and raised in Calabasas, California, which if you guys don't know, I'm sure you do. But Calabasas is an extremely affluent town, 31 miles from downtown LA. It's home to the Kardashians. It's home to actually a bunch of like celebrities. You name it. Um, Drake, Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, Will Smith, a whole bunch of celebrities. But the Kardashians were like born and raised in Calabasas. Um, She's born to a Korean immigrant mom who does not understand this shit. She does not get where her daughter's coming from. Of course. This kind of American, California, SoCal girl lifestyle is very different, I think, than how her mom was clearly mm-hmm. um so uh, also rachel hates her stepdad she fights with both of them all the time yep she's eventually expelled from calabasas high school and ends up going to indian hills which is an alternative school mm-hmm. so i think it's like a continuation school yep. possibly there she meets nick per- i don't know how to say his name prugo pergo progo pergo nick prugo we'll just say nick He's also been expelled from Calabasas High School due to his excessive absences. Um, like Rachel, he has problems with his parents. He fights with his parents a lot. And also like Rachel, he's obsessed with celebrities and fashion and like just the L.A. Hollywood yes. celebrity lifestyle. The scene. This bonds them. They become instant be- uh, besties. Rachel takes him in under her wing, introduces him to her circle. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, they basically would just like, you know, hang out at the beach. They'd smoke weed, right. they'd go to parties, drink a little bit. Because how old are they? I mean, what I'm talking about right now is high school. Yeah, exactly. So this What is, else do you do? I don't know. This is typical California you teenage You go to Starbies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go shopping. Yeah, of course. This is what you do. That's all you have to do. And just to be clear, just because they're in Calabasas, their families are well off. But they do not come from, like, rich families. Right. They are not coming from, like, the Kardashians. No. But Rachel's, like, obsessed with those type of people. Yeah, they're, like, the burbs of Calabasas. Yes. And um, back then, the Kardashians weren't even, like, a thing yet. This was, like, the era of the Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Was this, like, Simple Life? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Nicole Richie. Like, they reigned. They ruled the scene back then. So... Rachel gets an idea. 
to rob the house of a boy from Woodland Hills, which is kind of like the neighboring town. Mm-hmm. Um, because she finds out that him and his family are going to be out of town. So she pitches the idea to Nick to go rob this house. Nick claims he didn't like the idea, but he really wanted to make Rachel happy. So he like, quote unquote, goes along with it. That's what he claims. Mm-hmm. Who knows what the truth is? But they do it. Um, they get some stuff, but they get they find a box with $8,000 in it in cash. Nice. They split the cash, four Gs each. The next day, they go on a shopping spree on Rodeo Drive. Who wouldn't? Having the time of their life. So then they start doing this thing, walking around town, where they start checking cars. Mm-hmm. So they would just go through and check to see if the doors are open. And if they are, they would What's ransack inside? the cars. They would find credit cards, cash, cocaine sometimes. Who leaves this shit in their car? Rich people who don't, don't think care. twice about it. I know. Um, and they would take it all, go on shopping sprees, do the coke. Yeah. All great things, especially Nick, because now Nick is developing a coke problem. Yep. So now he's stealing to help fuel his coke addiction as well. So Rachel wants more. She wants to up their game. So she has the idea, like, what about celebrities? Mm -hmm. So they use, like, internet celebrity sites and what social media there is out there. Right. Not very much. No. Not like nowadays. No. But there were still, like, celebrity gossip sites. And, like, blogs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they would do that to check to see when celebrities would be out of town. Mm -hmm. And TMZ has been around forever. So, yeah. And then they would use another website where you can get like celebrities addresses, which feels like it should be illegal. Right. It's so fucking dumb. And then they would go to the addresses and like case the house. They would drive by a bunch of times or park outside of it and check it out and see like where the entrances are, whatever. Right. So their first target they decide is Paris Hilton because she, quote, looks dumb, which as we know, Paris is not Not dumb. dumb. That was a whole character she would put on for her show, The Simple Life. Mm -hmm. However, a not smart decision she's ever made is she left the key to her front door just underneath her welcome mat. Yeah. And so their first robbery is real fucking easy Mm -hmm. because they just get the key and walk into her house. And hello. Hello alarms surveillance security like what none of this so that's actually my next uh that's my next point okay so they would so okay so they target a few more celebrities homes sometimes they have to like cut through a chain link fence and then once they get in they just check the doors and the windows until they find an open one Mm -hmm. which i guess they typically do find an open one um and they would always wear their hoodies mm-hmm. to hide their faces, hoodies, sunglasses. And sometimes if they knew that there was cameras, they would even walk backwards. But like, how would they know? I guess just because. Like, they, if yeah. you see them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, they would kind of case the house right. beforehand. Yeah. Um. So that's what they're doing. Just the two of them until Nick brings in a girl named Alexis, who he meets on the, like the L.A. party scene. Mm-hmm. Alexis nears. Um, and her family are just kind of like a horrible garbage people. This has nothing to do with the case. This is just the impression I got from the article. <laughs> They're just like that wannabe L.A. where it's like kind of how I feel about the housewives of like Beverly Hills mm-hmm. in L.A. too. Is like they want to be these like hot L.A. people so bad that they're just awful people. Girl, you have no idea. Like shallow, just weird. Like I feel like true 
L.A. if you want to say like royalty or hierarchy or whatever, like when you get up to like the Leonardo DiCaprio's right. and like these big names, the they're not like that. No. They're like super casual, mm-hmm. driving a Prius, you mm-hmm. know, like, but it's these people who are wannabes that have to put on these big airs. Right. And uh, I guess maybe like a fake it till you make it situation. Oh, very much so. Yeah. And so that's where Alexis is coming from. Mm-hmm. Um. So she joins in and then also Rachel pulls in her friends Diana Tamayo and Courtney Ames who are both friends with her from Indian Hills. They're mm-hmm. the kind of part of her circle, right? Mm-hmm. There's two extra people that I don't really talk about after this, but um, Johnny Ajar, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Johnny Dangerous, who is Courtney's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He never is actually there for any of the robberies. He's tries because he's like a doorman. He helps the group, the gang, try to sell their the shit they stole. Right. Mm-hmm. He tries to act like the go-between yeah. seller. And then there's a dude named Roy Lopez Jr. who is also friends with Courtney, and he's only there for one robbery. Okay. So to me, I don't talk about him against right. really not that important. Yeah. So they're not the official ring, right? Mm-hmm. The bling ring. All right. Uh, I hear it. <laughs> so now the ring is wilding. Mm-hmm. They rob Rachel Bilson six times. Do you know who Rachel Bilson is? I, I can picture her face. I never. She's the brunette from the OC. Which I didn't watch. Oh. I know. I know. Hold on. Now we have to take a break in the podcast. Oh, God. You just need to start watching the OC. Okay. Forget Luther. <laughs> Forget these other shows. Just start on the OC. Okay. I will. As soon as you're done with Married at First Sight season 10, you should watch those. Done deal. It's the best. Okay. This is how good of a show it is. You want to know how good it is? Of course, I watched it when we were teenagers because we were like the target audience. Did you get Lou to watch it? Lou fucking loves it. Wow. Not only has he watched it, he's we, him and I have rewatched the entire series like twice. Okay. So I can't wait. Lou watches it and it's for teenage girls. Love it. So Rachel Bilson is the brunette from those. Yeah, I could totally picture her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they rob her six times, getting away with about $130,000 worth of her stuff. They rob Orlando Bloom and Miranda Kerr because Rachel wants some Victoria's Secret lingerie and Miranda Kerr is a Victoria's Secret angel. Mm-hmm. But they end up getting away with about a half a million dollars worth of stuff, including Orlando Bloom's extensive like vintage Rolex collection. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They rob Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox, which I didn't see for how much. But I know that they took a handgun from Brian Austin Green, but I couldn't find a total of like how much stuff they yeah. took from them. Um, Audrina Partridge, mm-hmm. Patridge, Patridge I think, from yeah. the Hills, where they get um, away with almost $50,000 worth of stuff. And they rob Paris Hilton a total of five times. Damn. Even at one point, one of the members of the ring keeps Paris's... Um, front door key on their own key ring they just and like that's our second house yeah mm-hmm. they just take the key in and out paris just replaces the key and puts a new one under the mat she okay, doesn't, even doesn't change, change the, locks. the locks no no concern and she doesn't even notice like how much stuff is missing because un- she has so much stuff yeah until the final robbery the fifth robbery this is the one robbery that that guy roy is there for oh. where they steal two million dollars worth of paris's jewelry two million dollars yeah worth of paris's jewelry have you given the total of everything not yet, yet. okay wow okay because that's gonna be a significant mm-hmm. yes 
So the ring would grab, what they would do is they'd go in, they'd grab empty suitcases, Mm -hmm. fill them up with as much stuff as they could. Rachel would call it going shopping. Yes. Um, And Audrina Patridge, when they robbed her house, she was shocked because she has security cameras. She was shocked at the security footage because she had assumed that it was going to be like a couple of like big burly guys. But it's and she kids. saw two kids wearing fucking hoodies. Yeah. And she's like, what? Yeah. Um, they got away with. They took bags and bags of stuff, including her passport, custom clothes that were like fit to her body, yeah. her laptop and her great grandma's jewelry. Oh, that's dirty. It's the worst. Everything else, I don't give a fuck nope. about. Great grandma's jewelry. That, I would, mm-mm. I would literally die. Mm-mm. I would die. Um, I have some of my great grandma's jewelry right now. I would absolutely lose it. Mm-hmm. So she sends footage from her security cameras to the press. It runs on TMZ. Nothing happens. No tips. Right. No nothing. Whatever. So the ring is now wearing all of their stolen goods around town. They're showing off, showing out. Um, they're kind of like braggy about uh-huh. it. Not to mention. Alec- Cocky little fuckers. Yes. Alexis is filming her own reality show at this time. I've got a lot about that. Called Pretty Wild. Mm-hmm. It's about her and her best friend and them being like party girls on the L.A. scene. She's also a raging fucking drug addict. Yep. Um, and so just all of this shit, the wearing the clothes, the going out to nightclubs, the talking about it, the drug addiction, they're not being very inconspicuous about this shit. No. They're being loud and proud. Uh-huh. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> be very suspicious. <laughs> so October 2008 to August 2009, so basically a year, yeah. they steal about $3 million worth of luxury goods, cash, clothes, jewelry from these celebrities. But- not to mention... Can't put the price tag on drugs because they're also stealing these celebrities' cocaine. Yeah. Which apparently they didn't report that. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. So it's like, how much How much more in cocaine? Uh-huh. Um, so shit's getting crazy. Pressure's building. Yeah. So Rachel packs up her stolen shit, drives to her dad's place in Las Vegas to move in with her dad. Okay. Except for Rachel's number one all-time like big fish goal is Lindsay Lohan. Oh. That's her icon. If you guys are like Gen Zers and you don't know this, at the time, Lindsay Lohan was like was it? supreme mm-hmm. above everybody. So Lindsay Lohan is her icon. She like is obsessed with the idea of robbing Lindsay's place. Yes. So they finally get the opportunity to. So she comes back to Ooh. SoCal from Vegas to rob Lindsay. Um, August 23rd, Rachel, Nick, and Diana rob Lindsay's house they get away with almost three hundred thousand dollars worth of goods but they are caught on camera faces caught on camera um Lindsay releases the footage and this time because they've been running around town like fucking assholes tips start rolling in it's obvious Mm -hmm. so an anonymous tip to the police um named nick as one of the ringleaders he's arrested and Besties forever confesses immediately and rats out everybody. Stop. Throws Rachel right under the bus. It was her idea. She's the mastermind. She we were all just going along with her ideas and even starts confessing to crimes that the police didn't even know he committed (gasps) or that they committed. He's just fucking singing. Just singing, singing, singing. 
So October 22nd, two weeks after his confession, arrest warrants are issued and people start getting arrested. When they arrest Rachel, she starts off playing it real cool. Um, she had already moved and hidden most of the stuff that she still had. But police do find like a very specific coat of Lindsay Lohan's. Um, and they find topless pictures of Paris Hilton that's that's so dirty we're in paris's safe which i'm assuming the safe wasn't locked because that's if her front so door is not locked up. why would the safe be locked but the point is these are objects that she can't play off as like i uh, bought them right. i found whatever exactly i bought them on ebay i bought them on ebay so um as soon as she realizes that she starts freaking out she goes hysterical she's gagging almost throwing up whatever they get her <laughs> b's trying so hard with these matches guys get your drink ready it might be a while keep going um, so at the station, Rachel calms down. And the only thing she wants to know is if police had spoke to Lindsay Lohan. Right. Right. Hey, guys. D does she know who I am? And they said, yes, we have spoken to Miss Lohan, I assume is what they said. Um, and then she's all she wants to know is what Lindsay said. She wants to know what Lindsay thinks about it all. I'm sure Can she's you over imagine the moon. these cops. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is my job these right now? These fucking people. Th this is the crime I'm dealing with. These mm -hmm. fucking losers. So, a bunch of trials happen. It's kind of boring. I don't really go into it. There's actually not a lot of information online about it. Um, so most of the items are returned to the celebrities because they couldn't sell a lot of it. Um, Alexis is sentenced to six months in jail, three years probation. She does 30 days in jail. Pretty Wild does run for one season. The first episode is Alexis in court. She is now clean, married, has two kids. She's a doula and helps people with um, getting clean, being sober, etc. Nick is sentenced to two years in prison. His time is cut in half. So that's what he serves. And then he's kind of the most in the public eye, meaning he's the one who will, like, give interviews and stuff. Um, but he is arrested in 2015 for stalking and solicitation to commit sexual assault. Fuck. And he's been laying low ever since then. Yeah. Jesus. Rachel serves 16 months in prison. She does say that she has major regrets um, with those choices she made when she was younger. She now keeps to herself, but she is a hairdresser. Okay. Everyone else, those other people I mentioned, get like probation and community service. They yeah. don't like do time. Nick said in an interview once, um, first of all, he says that him and Rachel are no longer friends. Shocker. And he said when asked about, I guess, maybe why they did it, he said, quote, we just did it. I knew it sounds dumb, but Rachel just wanted the clothes. <laughs> she wanted to look pretty. I was just following Rachel. I loved her almost like a sister. Unquote. So 2013, Sofia Coppola's movie, The Bling Ring, comes out based off the book, like I mentioned. And Paris Hilton, the queen herself, allowed the cameras crews in to film in her house. Oh, my God. For The Bling Ring. Amazing. Because Paris Hilton... Is a queen. Is the queen of everything. Yeah, and she makes an appearance in the movie as well. God bless her. Mm -hmm. And I didn't write it down, so I'm going to forget some of the names, but they had also found, I guess, like a list of other celebrities who had their eyes on. And I remember on that list was like Miley Cyrus, Zac Efron. Shit. I can't remember who else. 
Yep, Maybe it'll yep. be a follow-up for next week. Mm-hmm, that makes sense. But, um, yeah, they had their eyes on some more celebrities, too, who narrowly escaped mm-hmm. the bling ring. The bling ring. There you go. That's the bling ring. I love it. And I mentioned that it was about $3 million worth of stuff, right? You did. Okay, and that's good. why I was so shocked that $2 million was jewelry alone. Just from Paris. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking crazy. Like, I would love to see what those pieces were. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to quote her because, quite frankly, I didn't want to write it down. But that girl, Alexis, has some real, real winners for quotes if you guys ever want to look it up. Oh, yeah, I'm She's sure. got some crazy quotes that she's made in interviews, and she's also got some... She's got like a famous, I don't know if it's like a vine it's, or a meme or a gif or whatever. Is it the voicemail? Yes. Uh-huh. She's got a crazy voicemail that she left to Nancy Joe Sales, uh-huh. who wrote the article and the book. Because Nancy, I got the impression that Nancy was with them doing this article. So like, it's not like, oh, she just did her research and wrote an article. Like she was with these kids, uh-huh. you know, on the ground. Uh-huh. And uh and after the article I came out, I guess um, Alexis left her quite the voicemail. The only part about it that I remember is apparently she called her out for like wearing stilettos to court. And she's like, they were kitten heels. Yeah, it was something like that. It was, oh, because she said that she wore like six inch Luby, like yeah, Louboutins. Uh-huh. And she was like, they were four inch like I can never say it right. Is it BB Bebe? Um, I'm thinking it's BB. Yeah, BB. Yeah. She's like those are like four French inch BB heels. Yeah. God. Yeah. So I mean, I obviously loved everything about this. This is right up my. I alley. know. I thought this would be a fun week. Yeah, and not we only, deserve it after last week, right? And then you gave me Pretty Wild too, because I watched two episodes of that <laughs> shit. I had to. I can't believe you found it. Oh, it was hard. It was not easy. We were getting into some weird back alley Russian <laughs> streaming stations. But let's start with my movie. Um, it's funny because they do. They make reference to like the beginning credits, the article, not the book. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Maybe I got it wrong. Maybe they based it off the article and not the book. But who knows? Yeah, whatever. Um, so the movie opens up, it's late at night, and we're watching these five teens dressed in hooded jackets, sweatshirts, climbing over an iron, an iron gate. They're entering a dark mansion through an unlocked sliding glass door. Guess whose house you wouldn't be able to do that in my house, baby. Ever. 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 Not ever. The one time you forget to leave me a key and we literally have to have a locksmith yep. out because never. there's not even no in, breaking into your house. Not we even tried. in the middle of the day, bitch. Good luck. Nick even considered trying to somehow shimmy through that little tiny like. Bathroom. The, yes. The vent, the and that tiny. was locked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we told that story on like episode one or two. Yeah, so the go do a deep dive and you mm-hmm. can hear about it. And uh, we see the leader of the ring. Rebecca look directly at the camera and say, let's go shopping. Okay, Rachel. And after that, it really, I feel like it becomes more a movie about like Nikki, who is Alexis. Yes. Right. And Be- that's Emma Watson, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like right after that, we jump to her outside of court in Calabasas and like all the press is there and she makes this whole statement and um, she, I was going to say it says, yeah, so Nikki, who they say is Nicoletta and those aren't even their names. So none of the names in the movie 
are accurate. Really? Not even Rachel's? Rebecca. Oh, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they changed the name. Yeah. Probably for some sort of defamation lawsuit. Yeah. Anyway, so she's talking to the press about why she was attracted to this and everything that she was taking away was like a valuable learning experience and uh, whatever. She's just like, make sure you follow up with me after this to get my side of the story Mm. kind of a thing. Yeah, and that was part of, um, just real quick, part of that voicemail is kind of along those lines where it was like, I'm obviously paraphrasing, but she was like, it was something about how Nancy made her look bad and not like the, and then she goes on a tangent of how great she, she is. She makes like, herself look bad. I know, but she's like, but you didn't make me out like the like the generous, kind, sweet, giving, blah, 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 which blah, is how she truly am. sees herself, yeah. which is insane. Yeah. Insane. And that has a lot to do with her mom. Yeah, a lot. Trust me. They make a brief appearance. Her mom, her sister, and like her best friend mm-hmm. uh, make a very quick appearance in Nancy Joe's article, and you just, Maybe it's just not my taste. Maybe right. I'm too Northern California I, for them. I'm sure they're fine people. It's I just, guess, but they're I, not my type no, of people. <laughs> uh-uh, no. And so then we bounce back and it's one year earlier. So we've got Nikki, her BFF, Sam, and they're exhausted mm-hmm. from a long night of grinding up on old ass fucking men. Ugh. Just being little hoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm down for it in some respect, but it's like these girls are, what, 16 to 18? It's just, I don't even know. It's the old, it's the old man part that makes no, me No, exactly. Like, no, they uh, made it very clear that they were with older men, like, and they were, they f- thought to themselves that they were the ones in control taking advantage of the older men, oh, right? Oh, I'm sure. Because of all the money and the attention. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, girls, please. And they're being called downstairs by their mom for breakfast. Leslie Mann, my girl crush. A breakfast of Adderall and prayer. Amen, sister. (laughs) The two girls, along with Nikki's younger sister, Emily, are being homeschooled. Yep, that's true. And the topic of discussion is all based on the book, The Secret. Oh. All of it. <laughs> all of their studies like manifesting exactly what you want. exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. making a vision board yes and they make a vision board yeah. <laughs> i know it well uh-huh and so um then we see we're introduced to mark and who would be nick yep and he's being dropped off for his first day at indian hills continuation school and he sticks out like a fucking sore thumb why he's just like frumpy oh interesting he is not cool he is very low in self-esteem okay um he seems like a mama's boy okay and he's so everyone at this like cool alternative continuation school is just like looking at him like mm. i was a continuation school kid there's nothing cooler than continuation oh, school kids <laughs> <laughs> Kids are too high to go to to go right. to regular class on time. But he does attract the attention of Rebecca. And she does. She takes him under her wing, introduces him to the whole scene, invites him to the beach where they get high and they talk about their aspirations for life after school. And this is where things get interesting. So Mark is very knowledgeable about like fashion and everything because his dad works like in the movie industry. Yeah. 
right? And so that's immediately what she clings to. And I think Nick's dad does as well. Okay. Also, Alexis's dad was like something on Friends. Ooh. I want to say, I don't know if director of photography. Interesting. But yeah, Alexis's dad was okay. um, somebody on Friends. Okay. And her mom was a former bunny, Playboy bunny. I don't know if Alexis's mom was a former Playboy oh, I know. bunny. For sure. Oh, she was? Yes. Because now when when we catch up with her on the bling ring, um, she's like, a, um, this is what I mean by they're so fake and stupid. She's like a meditation leader. Right. No, she is. She yoga has crystals and all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. They've got like a saying, what is meant to be will be or something. Or I don't even know. But yeah. Okay. I know. So... Rebecca invites Mark and a bunch of other kids back to her house that night because her parents are gone mm-hmm. and she gets bored. So they leave the house and they start walking up and down the streets, checking out cars. Oh, yeah. Right. So this is like his first introduction to like what she's got going on. He's like, wait, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. That's not cool. But then he doesn't stop her. He, and he goes along with it. And then he's even, all, wait, there's cocaine. Yeah, uh-huh, no, oh, exactly. Shit. Right. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so um, the movie kind of cuts back and forth to like clips of their interview process mm-hmm. once they've already been caught. And so we cut to Mark being interviewed and asking like when he first met Rebecca and he talks about not wanting to go to school because of how the way others were treating him and not feeling confident and always being self-conscious. And so the attention that he was getting now from Rebecca and the way that she was like making him a part of her life, Mm -hmm. it just, it made him feel very special. Amen. Okay. And so um, we see Rebecca pick Mark up from school and she reveals that she recently went through an unlocked house in her neighborhood knowing that they would be gone. Okay. And so, and like just the thrill of it, like basically the high she got off of it, how exciting it was. And so she asks very casually, like, do you know anybody who might be out of town? Mm -hmm. And so he does tell her about a kid named Evan and they go to his house. And I think this is the one you were talking about. What Wooden Hills probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got the eight G's. Yeah. And so um, she gets herself a Birkin, a box full of cash, and they take the car. They find Mm. car keys and they take the car. And just like you said, they hit up the town. They go shopping, um, basically give Mark a whole makeover. Yes. Right? I don't know if it ever came up, and it doesn't really matter, but... In the movie, it kind of seems like Mark might be gay. Yeah, I didn't read anything about it in the article, but it would track for me. Yeah, okay. And so um, that night, they go clubbing, and we've got Chloe, Nikki, and Sam. And Chloe is banging somebody at the club who would have been... Johnny Dangerous. Correct, who was played by Gavin... Newsom. Rossdale. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You fucking nerd. <laughs> sorry, it's the first thing. You say Gavin, it's the first thing that pops my head. Why? You're so Because old. it's all I see on news anymore, mm-hmm. Facebook page. Um, Gavin Rossdale, oof, that man is 
fire hot oh my lord right i hate what he did to gwen but he's still fine fine. what did he do to gwen cheated on her he did that's why they got a divorce it just didn't work out no i thought they're just tired of each other they were married forever no i'm pretty sure he was fucking the nanny oh shit gavin i know but anyways again if you're a youngster and you've never listened to the band bush before do yourself a favor Go get go listen to just a couple early Bush CDs. So good. CDs. <laughs> Dated. A couple of early Bush albums on Spotify. Ooh. You're welcome. Okay. So that's how they are in the club and like obviously getting like bottle service and shit when they're babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So they're dancing. They're taking pictures for like, I guess, apparently their Facebook accounts and shit at this point. The guy each other is their top eight on MySpace. And this is where we get the brief cameo by Paris. And also, also, is it Kirsten? I think Kirsten Dunst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the first time in his life. Which makes sense because. Was she also on the list? No. Mm. But she, she, no one even mentioned her. I think she's a pretty low key celebrity. But she was in my favorite Sofia Coppola movie. Marie Antoinette. Oh, my God. No, 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 but it's, um, I know what you're thinking, but so, cause Sofia Coppola, if you liked this movie, cause mm-hmm. that's, she's a very young kind of yeah. fun director, at least she was in the early 2000s. So her Maria Antoinette was not like a historical piece. Okay. It's like if Maria Antoinette was like a teen movie. Okay. So anyways, the point is, is that makes sense because Kirsten Dunst probably had just done Maria Antoinette it's for like, Sofia we'll Coppola. Throw, yeah, we'll throw her in. Come on yeah, in. Why not? So for the first time in his life, Mark's really feeling like he has a best friend, someone that cares about him, and he sees Rebecca like a sister. Yep. So they're going through the gossip pages, and Mark tells Rebecca, oh, like, look, Paris Hilton's hosting a gig in Las Vegas tonight, and she comes up with the idea to break in. Yep. They find the key under the welcome mat. Mm -hmm. No big deal. They wander around. They find her closet. God damn her fucking closet. Oh, God. Do I want to see? God damn her fucking closet. Jesus. Oh, what? Just talking about it. You know, Kesha passed out in her closet. Or no, maybe she peed in her closet. You could. I would get lost in her closet. No, but I think Kesha. This might be another follow up because Kesha was really big on the L.A. party scene before Mm -hmm. she was famous. Um, and she went to Paris's house a few times for like the after party. Mm-hmm. And I think, I believe she was fucked up and she peed in her closet one time. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. Shout out to Kesha. Kesha's really one of us. Oh. Rebecca helps herself to a few sunglasses, jewelry, purses, whatnot. And this becomes the routine. They're online stalking these celebrities. See when they go out of town or if they're at an event or whatever. And then they're now inviting their other friends in on it. Like, hey, we broke into Paris's last night. You guys want to come? Oh, <laughs> Would you do it? No. no. Of course not. I'd no. be so scared. I'd be like, maybe I'll wait in the car, guys. Right. <laughs> I'll be the watch out. Oh, my God. So this time around, we get to see Paris's shoe closet. Now Bailey's going to have a fucking <sighs> orgasm. Mean, oh, I'm dying. But I love that no one can fit in her shoes, right? Because they're too big. Correct. Except for Mark. Hey. <laughs> and he does grab himself a pair. As he should. <laughs> 
I would be able to fit into every, every single fucking, fucking pair. pair. And you'd oh be able to wear them God. all. Because B wears stilettos. I got big ass feet and I know how to strut in those heels. Yep. She mm. wears stilettos every day, guys. Oh my goodness. So that night they, oh, they they also find the naughty Polaroids. Mm-hmm. Help themselves to a few apparently. That's real weird. That's dirty. It's so That's weird. That's fucked up. Like a fine stealer stuff. But what do you want the naked no. Polaroids for? Mm-mm. And they celebrate their score at a nightclub. Oh, and the bag of coke. Yep. On the way home from the club. Allegedly. Right. I mean, in the movie, it happens. In real life, it also allegedly happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Yeah. On the way home from the club. Chloe runs a red light and they get into a car accident. God damn it, Chloe. No one's seriously injured, but Chloe is arrested and then gets like community service. So she backs up from the ring at this point. Okay, fair enough. Mark and Rebecca, however, they keep at it. They're doing their thing. They go back to Paris's house, but this time security is actually patrolling, coming mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. and they almost get caught. Ooh. Mm-hmm very suspenseful and then they move on to audrina patridge and we watch them go through her house from a distance so it's kind of cool like you see them go room to room like turning on lights and then turning off lights mm-hmm. and like just gathering certain also things. looks very suspicious if you're one of her neighbors with like, the lights going on and going off on? yeah in every room and it's like literally like just on a mountainside <laughs> <laughs> Those L.A. hills, baby. Mm -hmm. Also, how much money did Audrina Patridge make off the hills? Uh, So I thought about that. Of all the people we're talking about, like, I get Paris's money. I get these other Orlando Bloom, Miranda Kerr. Audrina Patridge? She wasn't, I mean, and she was on the hills, but she wasn't like L.C. No, I feel, and I feel like that was still like early hills money. Like she, I don't know. Anyways. Anywho. So, um. They show off their newest haul at Nikki's house and they start like playing dress up for their media pics or their Facebook pics or whatever. <laughs> so these fucking idiots putting on everything they just stole, taking mm-hmm. pictures, yeah. the evidence, and then posting In the stolen it, items. Posting it. Uh-huh. Yep. The next time they go, they have to invite Nikki's little sister, Emily, along because she's the only one that can fit through the dog door. Oh, shit. To get them into Megan Fox's house. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And then after that, they hit up Miranda Kerr on Orlando Bloom's house. They get cocky and start stealing bigger items. Like we talked about a fucking box of Rolexes. Yeah. What are you going to do with a box of Rolexes? That's like a box of cars. And also, I can't remember whose house it is. Do they do, they do a painting? Yes. Yep. Yes. A fucking painting yeah rachel starts taking paintings because she wants it for like when she moves out to like, oh, decorate her place bitch tried to steal paris hilton's dog at- <laughs> <laughs> and mark was like girl girl Not you cannot dog. take the dog oh my god it's like lady gaga did I'm- you see that violet's devastating she, the dogs are back. I know. I found that. Yeah. And not that anybody seemed to care, but the dog walker survived because all the articles I are saw, about the dog. I know they're all the dog walker got shot, but the dogs, dogs were are kidnapped. I'm like, but is the dog walker alive at yes. least? Like, mm-hmm. can you, the dog walkers, if you guys don't know, Lady Gaga's dog walker got shot and her two Frenchies got stolen. Three. Three Frenchies got st- No, but well, the police found one because one ran correct, away. Correct. Yes. 
Um, the dog walker did survive. Uh, you know, shout out to him and his family, prayers and all of that, tots and pears. But um, her dogs just got returned unharmed. Right. To LAPD. So do they get the money? I don't know. Right? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I can't believe you try to steal someone's dog. How low do you got to go? Yeah. And so that's where Mark's like, I draw the line. You and especially Paris's dog. Like, that was Paris's accessory. She had, And they, it was Tinkerbell. I of, still remember of, her name. Yeah, Tinkerbell of, of the all, Chihuahua. Of all the dogs, it was Tinkerbell. She used to have fucking Tinkerbell everywhere she went. Yeah. So he was like, we cannot steal the fucking dog. So anyways, um, obviously, this shit becomes harder to, like, sell or swap. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's so they've got to keep it. And their parents are now starting to notice, like. Where's all this shit coming from? And also, like, how even... Like, I would have no idea what to do with vintage Rolexes. Right? Like, where do I even take them to sell them? Exactly. So they tell their parents that Mark is, like, a stylist. Mm-hmm. This is all true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's just, like, lo- loaning them to them. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yep. That's what he said, at least to Alexis's parents. Mm-hmm. That he was dressing Alexis for yes. some bullshit event she was going to. Perfect. So Mark gets a call from Rebecca to turn on the news. And there are finally news reports of these break-ins. A little bit of leaked security footage, but nothing that's like actually going to show anyone's face. Right. And so there's smoke and pot on the beach the next day. And Rebecca's like, let's hit up Rachel Bilson. Okay. And everyone else is just kind of like, girl, like we're literally on the news. And she's like, yeah, but they have nothing. So right. why stop now? Yeah, why? Right. Who cares about people's personal belongings? Let's yeah, go take well, it. Well, girl needs a new Chanel. Okay. <laughs> so let's go. They invite Nikki and Sam along and they quickly jump at the opportunity and they continue to flaunt and brag and try to impress their peers and Again, still. Could you imagine thinking that's going to impress people? I know. Could you imagine someone's like, we've robbed all these people. But to be fair, like these stupid teenagers, they are. They're like, oh, my God, you were in Paris Hilton's house. Like, tell me all about it. I guess that's a weird thing to be excited about. I know. So at this point, the amount of coke that they're consuming is like off the charts now if i was one of their outside friends that would be impressive to me like great keep bringing me the free coat Mm -hmm. and uh news report break that Lindsay lohan has actually been arrested herself for stealing jewelry yes Mm -hmm. because at some point one of them i want to say it's rachel but it could have been Alexis, but one of them ends up in a jail cell next to Lindsay Lohan. It's Alexis. And I completely forgot about it until yeah. you just said something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Too bad it's not Rachel. That'd been great for her. I know. She'd been so excited. I know. So they see that as their sign. Oh, yeah. That she's next. Of course. Mm-hmm. Rebecca goes to stay with her dad in Vegas and asks Mark to kind of like watch after some of her stuff while she's out of town. And he, of course, without hesitation, is willing to do anything for her. And Lindsay Lohan releases um, security footage of the night that her house got hit. And cops are finally piecing together exactly what's going on. And they've finally got enough where they can 
start asking for information and they've been flaunting all their shit everywhere. So people are jumping at the opportunity to give their information to police now. Yep. So we see Mark arrested first, followed by everyone except for Sam, because none of the evidence could actually put her at the scene. And then uh, Rebecca was arrested last because she was in Vegas. So it was a lot harder for the cops to get right. to her. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We see Mark interviewed. He seems remorseful for what he had done. Rebecca knows she's screwed. She makes a deal to tell the cops everything. So I feel like Nick was the songbird. Mm-hmm, in real life. Mm-hmm. And they switched it for the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's considered the leader of the bling ring. Um, fresh, like, out of custody. Nikki's mom is basically making sure that paparazzi's there to get their money shot. Disgusting. Right? Setting up the interviews with Vanity Fair. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Yeah. And in the interview, <laughs> she argues that based on her teachings from The Secret... Right? This was meant to happen to her. It's all an opportunity to teach others not to make her same mistakes. Mm-hmm. And like she talks about how they work with churches and they go to other countries to like build wells and this and that. And they're like, oh, yeah, what other countries? And she's like, you know, Africa. And they're like, well, where? And she's like, you know, Africa. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. In Mark's interview, he points out how wild it is that all he's ever wanted was to be accepted by his peers. And only now do people have an interest in him. Some had even like created fan pages. Really? Over him, looking up to him, um, all because he did something that technically society is supposed to look down on. Mm -hmm. Right. But now he's a star in his own right. Right. <clears throat> so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Could it be because they're upper middle class white kids? Mm-hmm. Well, Rachel's Korean as well. But yeah, I just wonder, I wonder if the publicity and the press and all of that would be different if it was a group of black kids. Oh, are you kidding? It would be crazy. Are you fucking kidding? They'd be out for blood. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. He argues that if he had done something great that benefited a bunch of people in his community, no one ever would have talked about it. Like it would not have generated this much attention. Yeah. We have like a weird culture in America. So he references, he's like, I feel that it's the same fascination people had with Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Episode whatever. Go check that one out. Yeah, not that long ago. Uh Uh, The trial date arrives. Upon entering the courtroom, we see Nikki yet again making her statement, awaiting the, or for the awaiting media, um, telling everyone, you know, I'm looking forward for my side of the story to be heard, blah, blah, blah. Real piece of shit. Rebecca and Mark get sentenced to four years in state prison Mm -hmm. for four counts of first degree residential burglary. Nikki and Chloe get one year in county jail for their one count of burglary. Um, three million altogether. And then let's see. Oh, so the movie ends in like a weird way. So we see Mark being like 
in his jumpsuit in his handcuffs mm-hmm. being put on the bus with like a bunch of grown ass men. Yeah. Right. Like grown ass men who have done God knows what, because he's going to legit like straight prison. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's terrified. Yep. He's fucking scared. And so I feel like the movie like really makes you kind of feel for him. But in yeah. real life, I don't at all. Yeah. You know, I hear you. Um, and then just as the movie, like, you think it's going to end, it goes back to Nikki, because why wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Right? This Alexis Nyers nearest person giving an interview with, like, ETV. Um, what's the dude's name? Ryan Seacrest? No. Is it Michael Yo? No idea. Okay. And uh, she did 30 days of her sentence and the focus of the interview is all on Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right. How she served time on the same block and um, Lindsay got to keep her hair extensions when nobody else did Mm. and they could hear her crying and she got special treatment and blah, blah, blah. She's like, I was really scared, but like I knew I had to hold it together because Seeing Lindsay like that, it was just like a real disappointment. Oh, my Lord. And uh, then she like shamelessly starts plugging all of her online accounts. (laughs) (laughs) Like, make sure to go follow blah, 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 blah for more updates. Right? What a crazy time to live. (laughs) I wish y'all could have been there with us. So how could I then not watch this movie and immediately go find everything I can about Nikki. I'm okay. obsessed with Nikki. Okay. Alexis. Alexis. Yes. So before I can see from your paper, you have a review on Pretty Wild. Is that what you have? Or is this fun facts about Alexis? It, it's a lot of just random shit about Alexis. Mm-hmm. Okay. So before we get into the Alexis deep dive, yeah. how many knives do you give? The movie. Bling ring. So changing the names was weird. That might be a legal thing, though. No, could be. And just like the way that they make Mark out to be like the innocent and Rebecca to be like, I don't know. I'll give it. I'm going to give it a three okay right it's just like it's not any award-winning anything it's just kind of fun mm-hmm. yeah although i will say besides the names obviously they i think they had to change it for legal reasons they kept it pretty they did. accurate no they did they for sure they kept it they accurate. even had this, just... the right celebrities and everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right three out of five knives for the bling ring if you just need a dumb fun movie yeah sounds like that's the one to watch mm-hmm. if you're a big emma watson fan <laughs> all right so tell me all about I don't i'm not gonna like go alexis nears right so i just literally they took exact scenes from the first episode of pretty wild and redid it in the movie fantastic right so literally like her mom in these fucking juicy couture like jumpsuits <laughs> with the thong showing oh yeah what a time right and then making um their lesson plan for the day which was looking at like really successful confident women so their focus was angelina jolie and making like a vision yeah right yeah. 
Yeah, I remember the Angel. That was one of the Angelina Jolie is brought up in one of her quotes that I did not write down. And the she, so the mom's like, "Girls, tell me some things that you really look up to in someone like Angelina Jolie," and they're they're like, "Her hot fucking husband, ah. her sexy fucking body." Yeah. <laughs> I was like. That nasally upspeak that those people from that part of the world do is mm-hmm. absolutely crazy. I love that throughout everything, she's hanging on to the fact that she's innocent. <laughs> right. She never. She says that she was drunk for it, right? She was high. She was drunk. No. So the whole thing comes down to it was either she took a plea deal that admitted that she was guilty for like the one year. Mm-hmm. tops otherwise when it actually would like go to trial she could be facing up to six years yeah and the second she found out that orlando bloom was gonna testify she's like who the fuck is gonna hear a word i say if orlando bloom steps one foot in that courtroom oh the money the money i would pay to be in that courtroom right with orlando bloom testifying yeah oh my god Right. So the second. So it's all played out in the episode. The second she finds out that Orlando Bloom is going to come into court. She's like, I can't fucking. No one's going to listen to me. So she at the last minute, she switches her plea from not guilty to no contest, which is fucking guilty. And that's basically what I feel like that's what almost everybody pleads in this case was no contest. Yeah. Mm hmm. So never admitting guilt. And she's like, it's having to stand up there and have to like say I'm guilty when I know in my heart that I'm not guilty. I didn't do anything. These were just getting involved with the wrong people. And yeah, right. Mm -hmm. She said that. And during I think the most prominent one that she was involved with was the Orlando Bloom robbery. Um she had claimed that she was very drunk, that they had picked her up from this club and she was super drunk. And when like um, Nick and Rachel went in there to do whatever they were doing, she was like peeing in the bushes and vomiting and doing this, that and the other. But the only person who has that story is her. Like literally Nick's like, that's bullshit. Like we even go to that club to pick her up. Like, so, you know, I would, um, you know, take what Alexis Nears has to say with a bit of a grain of salt, eh? So, yeah, and on the show, um, her mom ends up finding a bottle of Zannies. Yay. Right. So they try to hold like an intervention for her. Mm-hmm. And really, it's just everything's just a total shit show. They're like, we're going to just come from a really loving place. And they assault her. <laughs> <laughs> fucking assault her. Their fucking morals and ideals and all this shit just kills me. If I was if I was Alexis, I would be like, Mom, <clears throat> don't you know that my drug addiction is meant to happen? Right. To blah uh-huh, blah blah uh-huh, blah blah. Right. Um, the show was canceled after one season. Can't imagine why. Well, because Alexis fucking gets caught with heroin. Yep. She, uh-huh. she's, a, she's a, like a drug addict heroin she's a junkie. oxy yep. she, she said eventually now now that she's like a recovering addict or whatever she's admitted that the whole thing was was really just a reason for her to get the funds to pay for the drugs that are going to keep her high and numb through all of this shit yep and so now like you said she's married she's recovering she's got a kid she wrote a book 
I think it was called Recovering from Reality, and that is the name of her podcast. Oh, my God. Well, there you go. Check out her podcast, guys. The whole reason I'm going into this whole tangent on her is because when you first approached me about doing a podcast Mm -hmm. and I hadn't listened to any podcast, I did listen to her podcast. Really? Yes. Because she had a YouTuber on that I will not name because I'm embarrassed. (laughs) Wait, she's not half of Call Her Daddy, is she? No. Okay. No, her. it's just her. It's recovering from reality. Okay, okay. Yeah, she just had this YouTuber on. Because I remember you saying that you had listened to an episode. I listened to that recently. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, this was like way back. or whatever, last spring. Yeah, this was way back when you even approached me with the idea. Okay. I was watching a YouTuber at the time, and she was like, I'm going to go on this podcast today. And the only reason I agreed to go on it is because of Alexis Nears Nyers or whatever. And she's Shut like, up. yeah. And she's like, if you don't know who that fucking is, that's the bling ring. And when I was growing up, I grew up in Vegas, blah, 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 blah. Oh, wow. So that's the only reason I even knew like any of it. That's so, crazy. I know. So I just thought it was so funny that you would even Did you listen to that podcast. I listened to the whole podcast. How was it? I enjoyed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Is she less annoying now? Very much so. I would hope so. Very much so. But I will say that even though like she's got her shit together now, that that secret that she was raised on is always going to be a part of her. There's, she's there's, been indoctrinated. There, there's no getting that out of her. All right. Well, yes. there you go. Mm-hmm. And so did you watch? You said, so how was the two episodes of Pretty Wild that you watched? I mean, reality TV gold. Yeah. Gold. Yeah. That whole family is a shit show. The mm-hmm. mom is crazy. Leslie Mann did such a good she job. She fucking <laughs> killed it. Yes, girl. She we did love you. Such a good job playing this mom. And there are three sisters, and I feel for the youngest sister because she's basically the mom. She mm-hmm. knows that her mom's not gonna do any of the disciplining or important shit so Mm -hmm. she's the one having to keep tabs on her two older sisters and watching them go through this it's like the opposite of what most people are like where it's the oldest sister is involved is the one mini mom so alexis i believe is the middle sister Mm -hmm. she has an older sister tess and the two of them are constantly going against each other to get modeling gigs so in real life tess is a real that's her real name yeah tess um, Tess and Alexis are like adopted. Tess is her best friend. Oh, okay. And, um, Ale- yeah, because you kept saying that, and I was like, on Alexis's the show, Alexis's mom took her in when she was fairly young. Um, but and they've known each other since they were like little, little, little kids. But I guess Tess's mom like takes off at some point, and Alexis's mom takes her in, and so. They say they're sisters, but they're best friends. That's funny. And Tess is how Alexis met Nick. Because in the movie, I feel like they cover that better than they actually do in the reality TV show. Yeah. In the reality TV show, it's like, these are my three daughters. Yes. This is my husband. This is our life. I feel And I feel like that's definitely the vibe. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's how they felt about it. But technically, Tess is her best friend. Yeah. Okay. And there was a whole thing I didn't write down, but in case you guys are interested, where uh, Tess knew Nick first, and that's how he met Alexis and kind of got invited her into the ring. And then there was like a whole thing where 
Um, Tess, I guess, really liked Nick. I don't know if she liked him romantically or if she just liked him in general. Like you said, he there's a good possibility he was gay. I'm not sure. No one ever stated it. Um, but Alexis was jealous of Nick because it was taking time away from her time with Tess, right? Because Tess was obsessed yeah. with Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Alexis was jealous of Nick and then Rachel was jealous of everybody because she was jealous of any new... It sounds like a adolescent yes. fucking nightmare. Rachel was jealous of any air quote girlfriend friends who are girls of Nick's. So that's it everybody. I'm out of matches. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to light so many matches. I, that's probably this episode. like a hundred years old. I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. We should have gotten you like a box of matches. They're so much easier than uh, a weird little that It's probably from a casino somewhere. Probably. <laughs> probably. So that's the bling ring. I think that was a really fun case. Mm-hmm. Makes you want to watch the movie. I mean, it's a fun watch. It's stupid. It's silly. It's, I mean, it does cover the case. And the fact that now looking at what you said, that Paris was so gracious to allow them. A queen. Mm-hmm. Into her home and to make her appearance. Just, yeah. The brought up, it brought up a lot of nostalgia for me. Like yeah. we said, we were young adults when this was all happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, super fun. I'm obsessed with stupid fucking reality TV. Amen, sister. Yeah. Um, I still haven't. I'm Nobody's. I, I've been watching Married at First Sight season 10, but I haven't made it to the weddings yet. Okay. See, I haven't watched since we left off. I think I watched a little bit more after that. And yeah. that's it. Like they're mm-hmm. still in hair and makeup. So this is where you should give all of the good information about us and we'll spiral into. I don't think I have much to talk about Married at First Sight, but um. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's THC Podcast. That's kind of our main thing right now. We're on all streaming networks. Like I said, please leave us a comment. Please leave us a star rating. We really would appreciate it. Get our podcast out. There's so many out there, but if you could just keep hyping us up Mm -hmm. the way that y'all have been hyping us up, it'll keep getting out there. So we love you and we appreciate you. And we're going to talk about Married at First Sight for just a hot second because I mean, like I said, I haven't watched much of it. I do. Yeah, I just want to bring up a few things like how there are five couples. Five couples now, which Ben did tell me that was going to happen mm-hmm. at some point. The blue suit. We have to talk about <laughs> the fuck. How did you forget about it? I forgot about it. But then um, not all the way because like I. OK, so. So when the couples are getting re- getting ready to be married, they go to the same, all the grooms go to the same tuck shop separately, but they go to the same shop. Correct. Same with the brides and a, and a bride. They all get their store. own separate day, but, but everything is the from same the same shop. shop. The men, at, we have five grooms. One, two, three, four, five. Five, five The grooms most we've ever had. Go to this tuck shop and every single one of them picks out the same it's not even a navy blue it's almost a cobalt blue and it's straight off the mannequin straight off the man they're not altering it in any way not trying to make it their own yeah not like a fun bow tie or anything and it's like like i said it's not because a navy blue fine this is like almost a cobalt blue this is like casino elvis blue Yep, with mm-hmm. like black velvet yes. lapels mm-hmm. and like a black velvet and every bow tie. fucking one of every them. single one of them picks it out. And B and I were dying. We're like, 
Are they, did they order too many of this tux? Like, do they have a surplus of it that they have to get through? And then the one guy who was wearing his actual shirt. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, that looks great. Because it was like a like a It had polka dots or something. Or was, roses. It was or, like, yeah, like yeah. pink flowers or mm-hmm. roses. I'm like, well, that looks really good with yeah. it. It makes it kind of funky. And then you took the jacket. I'm like, oh, that's just his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, for sure, wear that shirt with it, though. Uh-huh. You look so much better. Yeah. So I'm excited. Where are we? We're in D.C. We're in D.C. And I will say about the blue tux. Um, I think maybe the bachelor party or something. I think it was one of the guys because one of the guys did end up going with a black tux. Remember? Oh, yeah. I, I want to say maybe one or two did something different. So one different. of the guys who chose a different tux, mm-hmm. I, maybe he's a baller. I think he still bought the blue one because for his bachelor party or whatever, he's, he's wearing, wearing the blue tux jacket. Oh, my God. I'm like, does this guy, is this guy balling? He Love bought it. two tuxes for his, yeah. one for the wedding, one for the pregame. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Speaking of outfits, I don't think we discussed mine. Whoops. Whoops. Um, well, we'll rewind real quick. You're dressed like uh, somebody trying to rob a house in L.A. You're right. So I went through all of, I mean, I don't have any nice jewelry. Why would I? Who? Yeah, that's not something I care about. I mean, I have all. a few like diamond rings and stuff you can use too. No, exactly. So I've got like my wedding rings and shit and some rings I've got from my mom. But I just I've got like play money and my costume jewelry and our purses. Mm-hmm. And I've got um, I You're do wearing a hoodie. No, I feel like the jacket's very accurate because yeah. these are like trendy teens where they've got their little leather jackets with the built-in hoodie. Yeah. The whole thing. And my um, prescription yes. old lady Gucci sunglasses. Yes, girl. <laughs> it's going to be perfect. But at least they're legit. They're not knockoffs that my mom brought me from fucking Mexico. Uh, my prescriptions are actual Gucci. I will put out that flex. <laughs> yes. My flex is the giant Louis Vuitton bag you're yeah. going to use too, mm-hmm. which I did not buy. It was actually given to me by a client yeah. in that rich ass fucking yeah. town I used to work uh-huh. in. Um, and she was like, just, I don't know what she said. She was cleaning out her closet and she found it and she gave it to me. It was brand new. The straps still like wrapped up and everything. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this was just. It's like Lying a huge around. bag. It's a, it's a vacation it's bag. Yeah. thousands of dollars worth of, of mm-hmm. Louis Vuitton bag that I've never used. Yeah. It's sat in my closet ever since. Because yeah. so. how do you not? You keep that shit. Oh, I'm just, oh, I would never get rid of it. Yeah. I'm kind of more waiting to become middle-aged. Right. And then I feel like, oh, middle-aged people would have like a big Louis Vuitton a giant bag. bag. Mm-hmm. It felt weird to be in my 20s. You should have like, used it as a diaper bag. I actually had considered it, as you know, the, one of the straps, I have to go get it repaired to get it repaired, I have to take it to the Louis store. And, it's and like, that's an ordeal. Was that the door? That was something for sure. It's been super windy, though. Yeah. Have you heard the wind this whole time? No. Oh, really? Well, the wind has been a howling. And I don't know if you noticed where you worked the other day. The wind was insane. Like yesterday, the day before. No. It ripped our umbrella off of our table and it almost went over the fence to our neighbor's yard. No. And I ran out and caught <gasps> it. And like... 
No. Wound it down real quick. It's like one of those big patio yeah. umbrellas. Wound you it. found it on your roof before. I know. Last, that, yeah. last spring. Yes. Last spring when uh-huh. it was super windy. Yeah. It flew off our patio table onto the Fucking roof. Fucking Mary Poppins style. Uh-huh. Lou had to come home. I was going to come home from work and climb up on the roof and get it. This time it almost went over our neighbor's yard, my other neighbor. Yeah. And I went and got it. And right now it's underneath my kid's trampoline where it can't fly away. Amazing. <laughs> but yeah, it's super windy. It's been howling this whole time you've been talking. Yeah, well... I'm wasted. <laughs> White girl Off wasted. Of one bottle of wine. You want to go do some kinky shots? Yeah, why not? Some kinky pinks? Let's do it. Um, all right, guys. Listen, it was a fun episode. It was a pretty easy episode. It was. And like easy I said, breezy. we earned it. So next year, next year, <laughs> <laughs> next week. It's going to feel like a year. It's. Just with everything that we've got going on, it's. I have f- one more week of nothing happening. Okay, and you then after cling that, to that, it's gonna mm-hmm. be crazy. Yeah. Um, next week we'll bring you something real bloody and gory and yes. famous. Yes, gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, until then, check us out on Instagram. Check us out wherever else you feel like it. Any streaming sites? Tell a friend. Tell a family. If you've listened, we love you. If you rate us we'll love you even more right and we'll give me a reason to give you a shout out please that's right and we'll see you next time bye bye